Today, I'm asking the question, should you have a Someday Maybe list? Welcome to the Paul Miners Podcast, the show that will help you to optimize your time, income, and lifestyle fast. Get more done with actionable, easy-to-follow advice and learn how to live life on your terms. And now, introducing your host, Paul Miners. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Paul Miners Podcast 2, episode number 117. And as I just said, today I'm asking the question, should you have a someday maybe list? And this is an idea, I was sitting down to literally write and record a podcast for this week, and I was like, what am I going to write about? And the idea for this post actually came from last week's post or episode. If you haven't read that or listened to that episode, I was talking about self-doubt. And one of the ideas that I touched on was whether you should have a someday maybe list or not. So to briefly recap what I said, in case you missed it, my argument was basically basically that when you adopt this mentality of turning someday into today, every decision you make comes down to a simple decision on, am I going to do this? And if so, when? And I sort of said, there is no middle ground. In fact, I think having these someday maybe lists can be dangerous because they create a distraction and they make you feel inadequate because you now have a list of all this stuff you haven't done. And I can't tell you like how often I work with clients who have these someday lists with hundreds of ideas and to-dos in them and they just sort of tell me I feel overwhelmed and so all this stuff on their someday list you know it's generally not important so just just get rid of it all these things um, if they were important you'd be doing them so after sharing this idea last week, I sort of put the question to my Slack group, and uh, this is my private Slack group, and I got some really good responses um, from people in the group, and some people have these lists, but they try and put them into action, and so that's what I want to talk about today. On the topic of my Slack group, a quick aside here, my Slack group, for those that don't know, it's a private channel reserved just for my customers who have purchased my personal productivity toolkit or my how to become a virtual consultant program. I'm actually in the process of opening that up for the first time so you'll be able to join and subscribe for a small monthly fee to get access to that private community. And I've made great, become great friends with some of the people in there. I've now, I'm learning loads from the other people in the group and it's a great place to connect with other productivity, self-improvement, business enthusiasts. So stay tuned for more details of coming on that, uh, coming your way on that if you're on my email list. I'll be probably sending out some information soon. I haven't got a launch or anything planned, but I will be sending out some information soon. So back to today's post, I do want to quickly highlight one of the comments that actually came out in the Slack group. I'm not going to say who this was from, but um, I think the really good point was that somebody said, you know, with someday lists, you can put something on the list and you think it's a really good idea and I'm going to do this someday. And then you sort of look back maybe a few days or a few weeks later and you look back at that thing that you used to think was really a really good idea. And then you realize, wow, that actually wasn't a good idea. And I think it's a real, it's really accurate. So often we come up with ideas that we think are amazing and then you look back and you realize that they're not as good as you first thought. And I think in a way that's almost a benefit of having these someday maybe lists. Now first, if you don't know what I'm talking about in terms of a someday maybe list, just to give you a bit of history, as far as I can tell, the someday maybe list originates from David Allen, the author of Getting Things Done. And to quote David Allen, I'm quoting from his book directly now, he says, It can be useful and inspiring to maintain an ongoing list of things you might want to do at some point in the future, but not now. This is the, quote, parking lot for projects that would be impossible to move on at present, but that you don't want to forget about entirely. You'd like to be reminded of the possibility at regular intervals. And so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And in the past, I've tested different ways of maintaining a someday maybe list. And a, a typical someday list will contain things like, you know, ideas that you've got of things you'd like to do, but you haven't started, maybe books you want to read, 
articles you want to read, videos you want to watch, movies, and other stuff and projects you want to do. But David Allen goes on to say something really important, and I think this is the part which we forget. He says, I quote, You must review this list periodically if you're going to get the most value from it. I suggest you include a scan of this contents in your weekly review. And I think this is the point where people trip up, myself included. This is the issue. that The issue is we don't review our lists enough. And as a result, the someday maybe list gets very long, gets very hard to manage and overwhelming, and we just don't take action on the stuff on that list. This episode of the Paul Miners podcast is sponsored by Scythe. Now, one of the best things about running an online business is just how much data and information you have available. So even as a one-man shop, I use a whole range of tools like Google Analytics, MailChimp, Stripe, YouTube, Twitter, Pipedrive, Xero, the list goes on, and each one of these tools comes with their own set of metrics and reports. But even though I have all this information available, it's almost too much to make sense of. And this is where a platform like Scythe is really powerful. Scythe lets you create dashboards that connect all your online accounts together. So for example, you could have a social media dashboard displaying key metrics from Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Or you could have a sales dashboard showing you metrics from maybe your sales CRM, your e-commerce platform, and your payment processor. And with Scythe's custom alerts and goals, you can set targets and be notified when any of these metrics go above or below a certain threshold. So for example, I have a goal set up to alert me when I hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Scythe's dashboards can be shared with clients or managers, and it makes it a lot easier to quickly see how you're performing across every facet of your business. To get started today, head to Scythe.com. That's C-Y-F-E dot com. And thank you, Scythe, for sponsoring this episode of the Paul Miners podcast. So I'm going to quickly talk about the pros and cons of the Someday Maybe list, and then you can, together, you can make an informed decision around how you want to manage your own Someday list. So some of the benefits of the list include, I think it's a great way of getting ideas out of your head and freeing up mental bandwidth. You know, it's stuff you thinking about, yep, this could be a good idea, but you don't want to work on it right now. You just want to get it out of your head so that you can come back to it later. Great. The other thing is it can help you separate your current priorities, like things you're actually working on, from less urgent ideas and projects until a more suitable time comes up. It's a great way of making sure you don't forget about things you'd like to do or read or watch. Uh, and they force you to think about an idea before starting it. And this was the what the person in the Slack group had said. I think it's a great way to pause on, on an idea to actually assess whether it's any good before you just jump into taking action. So I agree with all this logic. But lately I've been thinking differently and I have questioned whether a someday maybe list isn't all it's cracked up to be. And so here are the cases, I think, uh, the cases against a Sunday list. So firstly, as I said earlier, it creates a distraction from your one thing. So books like Essentialism and The One Thing, these productivity books, preach the importance of focusing your energy on a few essential tasks and basically disregarding things that are non-essential. And you could argue that the Sunday Maybe list really is just a list of non-essential things. So what's the point in, in having a Sunday list? It's really just a distraction. As I said earlier as well, because we don't check our someday lists enough, they usually get very long and hard to manage, and if anything, they just make you feel overwhelmed and guilty for not doing enough. Uh, and if, if, if these things were important in the first place, we, we, wouldn't, um, we would find a way to do them. So we shouldn't feel bad for not doing them, because by definition, they're not important. So all it is is a list of non-important stuff that actually makes us feel bad, and that to me doesn't make sense. And because we usually don't do the stuff on the Sunday list, having one in the first place, to me, maintaining one at all, seems like a waste of time. So clearly there are some pros and cons to having a Sunday list, so what should you do? 
As I said in last week's blog post and in the podcast, the first thing I think you need to ask yourself if you have like a new idea, something comes up is, am I going to do this? And if so, when? This forces you to plan and take action rather than procrastinate on an idea. And I think if you are going to have a Sunday list, there are a few things you should do to make sure it's maintained and put to good use. And first one is to keep it minimal. So I think you should actually set a limit. Maybe you say there's going to be a limit of 15 ideas and projects maximum. That's it. And you can't include every idea or task or project that you can think of. Um, The Sunday list, I don't think, you know, you shouldn't use it as an excuse for not prioritizing. You shouldn't be adding things to the list which are of low importance. And I think if you actually treat it with some respect and only put the really good ideas that you are maybe likely to do on there and keep it minimal, maybe 15 things top, it's going to be much more valuable to you. And with that, the second piece of advice is prune your list. So if you have this 15 item limit, you um, might want to add something new to the list. And so this may force you to actually take something else off the list in order to make room for that new thing. And so you actually have to evaluate ideas against one another so that your list will contain only the best ideas and projects. And then finally, you need to review your list regularly over time. So as David Allen says, the list is only valuable if it's reviewed regularly. I think checking your list once a week or once every couple of weeks is a good idea. You can then remove any of the bad ideas that you, you know, you're looking at now with fresh eyes and you think, you know, that's not very good. And you can put the new, the good ones into action. And I think if you follow this rule along with the previous rules, you'll free up space for new ideas as well. And the list is constantly being updated with only good stuff and the bad stuff is being cleared out. So I think if you do this, the Sunday maybe list, rather than being a source of distraction, rather than making you feel guilty for not doing work, can actually be a very useful way of parking those ideas and projects, those good ideas, until they become useful. So what do you think? Do you have a Sunday maybe list? If so, how do you manage it? Where do you put it? Do you use notes? Do you use a task list? What do you do with your thoughts to keep them organized? How do you put those ideas into action? I would love to hear from you. If you want to share your thoughts and feedback, please head on over to my blog, paulminers.com slash 17, and leave me a comment. I really am uh, would love to hear what you do with your Sunday maybe list. Thank you very much for listening to this episode, and I will catch you next time on the Paul Miners podcast.